snippets of timeless classics with ramblings on everything bookish, Ink and Quill connects you with literature, culture and writers in China and around the globe. Discovering literature and following the stories behind your favorite authors, this is Ink and Quill. I'm your host, Yang Yong, right here in Beijing. For any historical fiction writer looking for inspiration, China in the first half of the 20th century is a gold mine of ideas. This period includes the downfall of the once mighty Qing dynasty and its short-lived restoration and the birth and the final success of the Chinese Revolution. It is a time period filled with unpredictable conflicts and soul-touching human stories. From the prominent Chinese author Arlene Chan to British novelist Adam Williams, many have penned tales about that turbulent age. Yet few of them could fill a particular void like Jenny Chan did, who examines racism and identity struggle in her latest book, Dragon Springs Road. Zhang Wan has the report. Nowadays, everyone talks about how the world is getting smaller and more integrated. But in reality, racial issues remain and continue to be complicated. Especially for those with a biracial background, many are still confused about where they came from and where they belong. Sounds quite topsy-turvy, right? But as Canadian writer Jenny Chang found out, back in the early 20th century, as a Eurasian living in China, things were even worse. I ran across a historical account, just a little snippet, of a Eurasian girl named Luo Jialing, and she was an orphan who sold flowers near Shanghai's Old West Gate, and this must have been at you know the turn of the 20th century. And she married Silas Hardoon, a Sephardic Jew from Baghdad, who began his career as a clerk and a rent collector, and then he went on to. Uh, become the wealthiest man east of the Suez Canal by the time he died in 1931. As I read more and I researched more, it became evident that the majority of Eurasians in that time were not wealthy and they were not even middle class. Most of these children were born to prostitutes or poor women. They were rarely acknowledged by their foreign fathers. The girls could be expected to be sold to brothels, and the boys bonded to factories. In those days, because Chinese society highly valued family and lineage, such children were scorned for having neither. And the Westerners who lived in China also reviled them. In her latest novel, Dragon Springs Road, the protagonist Jialing is a Eurasian outcast facing contempt and discrimination. Ever since she could remember, the young girl is isolated in a small courtyard house with her mother, a now so retired prostitute. They seldom have any visitors except for the mother's patron, the owner of the estate. Well shielded by her mother, the child is not aware of their plight. Until one day, the seven-year-old finds herself abandoned, left alone in that courtyard with nothing but her mother's empty promise. Then a heart-gripping tale begins. The author summarizes the theme of her book. It's a historical novel, so I hope that readers will learn something about early 20th 
century China and how chaotic it was. In Dragon Springs Road, I wanted to counter the glamorous image of pre-World War II Shanghai by depicting characters who were not wealthy and to show how brutal life could be under, you know, the imperial and the early national government, you know, that women could just be cast aside. Um, it was just a, a very, very brutal time compared to, you know, what we consider normal life these days. With no one to depend on, our heroine's only hope is to be accepted by the young clan, the new holders of the estate. Luckily, Grandmother Yang, the matriarch of the family, agrees to play the Good Samaritan. But the old woman takes the orphan in, not out of goodwill or sympathy, but to earn merit for her afterlife. Now a bound servant, the girl bitterly learns the social stigma brought on by her mixed-race lineage. A few years later, Miss Morris, a tenant of the estate, as well as a headmistress of a mission school, takes Xiaoling under her wing. Staggering along the path of womanhood, the girl gradually realizes that no matter how hard she tries, she's bound to experience alienation, otherness, and rejection. Her Eurasian appearance, which is exotic and queer to both societies, becomes the first and even the sole identity people ascribe to her. Racism, as Jenny Chang points out, is one of the key elements in the story. You know, one of my editors sort of objected to the way a couple of the minor characters were portrayed. She thought they came across as very stereotypical, ugly white people, and she wanted their racism to be less blatant. And I pushed back at this because... It was a time when Westerners who were racist didn't bother, they didn't have to bother hiding their scorn of non-white races. We live in more enlightened times, and the world of Dragon Springs Road is a reminder of how far we've come and how vigilant we must be to protect human rights. Living in the margins of society, Jia Ling makes two friends. One is An Jun, the moderate eldest daughter of the Yang family, while another is a fox spirit, a mysterious, fecal supernatural creature who can shift shapes and cast charms. In certain Chinese folklore, the fox is always portrayed as a succubus-like trickster who will take the form of a beautiful woman and manipulate men. When asked why she introduced a mythical character that is commonly regarded as a morally ambiguous seductor, the author answers, Jialing, she is neither Chinese or European. She does not really belong in either society. And, you know, foxes, they are not human, and they are not really animal, and they are not totally celestial yet. So it's sort of like they parallel. And... Fox does have her own agenda. But I think what was interesting is that my impression of foxes, it turned out to be superficial and sort of informed by pop culture. But when I actually did the research, it turns out that there's a long history of foxes in China as celestial beings all the way back to the Shang Dynasty. And they evolved over the centuries. Originally, they were companions to the Queen Mother of the West, and they became omens of good fortune. They were um, wise counselor to rulers, 
and then they became worshipped as minor deities, and then they became demons and mischief makers. For Fox in Dragon Springs Road, I wanted to give her back some of that dignity from ancient times. She has a goal of her own, but she's also intelligent, and she enjoys new experiences. And towards the end, we understand that how much of a loyal and devoted friend she has been. Despite the verbose narration of Fox, essentially, Dragon Springs Road is still a domestic coming-of-age story. Although our protagonist lives through one of the most turbulent times in Chinese history, all of those grand historical moments, ranging from the fall of the Qing Dynasty to the rise of warlords in northern China, only serve as the backdrop of the main story. Instead, the book recounts a personal odyssey of an unrelenting soul, a tale of how a young Eurasian woman makes sense of the world. Unlike many other underclass women of her time, Jialing doesn't sink into hedonism. She survives murder, intrigue, and eventually finds her place in that grim world. Intimate, engaging, and bewitching, Dragon Springs Road is a Taiwan-born Canadian writer Jenny Chan's second novel. It is also her second attempt to depict life in China and the struggle of women in the early 20th century. It's such an interesting time, right? First of all, it's the China of my parents and my grandparents, and it's, there's so much social and political turmoil going on. It fascinates me because it's a vanished era, and it lives now only in the memories of our elders, and in memoir and in literature. And when I was a child, I mean, some of the best times I spent with my father was. When he would tell me stories about his own childhood, his university days, his life in the small town of Pinghu,、mm-hmm. and of course stories about our family, and it was all very vivid to my imagination. But then, of course, to write a credible historical novel, I had to get rid of my preconceptions and、um, research. I realized that my father downplayed how terrible things must have been. But you know, in a way. Doing the research and writing these books bring me closer to my parents because now I feel I have a better understanding of what they had to live through. That was Zhang Wan giving us an introduction to Canadian writer Jenny Chan's latest book, Dragon Springs Road, which tells the tale and the struggle of a Eurasian woman in the early 20th century. If you want to read more on that area of Chinese history, you could also seek out Chang's debut book, Three Souls, which is largely inspired by her family legends.